Oh yeah. Bouncing in my face. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Sex, Life, and Toilet Paper, episode number 70, coming at you live from the dark hole in September 2023. Uh, So I'm staring at my uh, Yeti mic. Uh, A couple of episodes back, I was going to... uh, start recording my podcast through this Yeti mic because it looks pretty sweet. And uh, after two hours, I couldn't get it to work, so I'm still talking through my computer. But now I'm just staring at the Yeti mic because it sits right next to me like I'm talking into it when it's really not working. And uh, I have the box, and the box is so inspiring for me to want to use it. Uh, The Yeti is one of the most advanced and versatile multi-pattern USB microphones available anywhere. Combining three capsules and four different pattern settings, the Yeti is the ultimate tool for creating amazing recordings directly to your computer, delivering exceptional sound and performance. The Yeti can capture anything with the clarity and ease unheard of with a USB microphone. I want that. That sounds pretty sweet. And I they got a picture of all the settings you can put. I mean, it really looks like an exceptional microphone. I wish I could get it to work. Uh, it seems like all you do is plug it in and your computer's supposed to go zoop and then start using it. And that's what I did, but I'm still recording through the uh, through the computer. But I am staring at it. It's... It's a pretty nice microphone. Uh, we are in the start of September. I believe it's football season. Football season. So, you know, I'm getting ready to watch football. Uh, preseason starting early August. Getting ready to watch the games. And I come to find out uh, there there's nothing on the Dish Network for NFL. I don't have the NFL Network. And I don't have ESPN. Thereby, apparently, I don't get to watch any preseason football. So, I go through the first two weeks minding my own business. Uh, I would like to watch some kind of game. And then Thursday night, uh, there was a Indianapolis Colts game. And they have a new uh, quarterback, rookie quarterback, named Richardson. And I was like, I think I'm going to watch that. Because that was on, I think, Fox. And I have Fox. So I turned on the game. And uh, the kid's pretty good. But the problem is, every single time uh, he would get in the huddle, he would lick his fingers. Now listen, I don't want to ruin anybody's uh, enjoyment of watching football. But I've seen this before. These quarterbacks are licking their fingers and then grabbing that football like a hundred times before each snap. And this Richardson kid did it extra enough that I noticed it and now I can't stop watching it. 
Every time he picks up the ball, he's like licking his fingers. Somebody needs to go talk to him. Um, those football stadiums, don't they have like dog shows in them? I mean, I'm pretty sure during the week they're keeping chickens in there. I mean, the dogs, the chickens, I know they have horses running around that field. Uh, so what I'm getting, what I'm getting at is there's tons of fecal batter on that field. And that kid is just uh, licking his fingers like he's eating Kentucky Fried Chicken. I I don't know what's going on. He's got to taste it. And then he's not the only one. I know I'm zeroing in on him. But if you go to watch any NFL game, I'm pretty sure that that quarterback is licking his fingers. And I think it all goes back to maybe Joe Montana. There was some big quarterback way back in the 80s that was licking his fingers before he'd hike the ball. And, of course, you know, all the kids are watching him, and so they want to be just like him, so they all started licking their fingers. So now I think we have a generation of quarterbacks that lick their fingers before they snap the ball. And I just got to believe that there's fecal matter all over that football. Those linemen ain't showering. They, they make it an honor to get on that field all stinky and dirty, roll around in the football. I think some of them probably pee on it. I mean, they do anything they can to be gross. And then there's that quarterback uh, just licking his fingers like he's eating barbecue on Sunday afternoon. I You can't do that. It's gross, and now I can't watch a game without watching for that quarterback to lick his fingers because the Indianapolis Colts quarterback licked his fingers at least a hundred times, at least a hundred times, maybe in just one quarter. I should count it. I don't think he could do a drinking game with him licking his fingers because you wouldn't make it past one, 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 one set of downs because he's licking his fingers so much. I, I, is this an OCD thing? I mean, it's got to be something. There's got to be a way to stop this. Don't they have, like, for little kids that uh, chew on their nails, can't you put something on their nails that tastes gross so they don't do it anymore? These guys all need to uh, buy whatever bottle that is and put it on their fingers and stop licking their fingers because I'm pretty sure they have, like, the world champion dog shows. Them dogs are pissing and shitting everywhere. Pissing and shitting everywhere. And in this economy, that's a big stadium, you know. I'm sure they're putting hogs and chickens and cattle. I'm sure they're just putting all of the cattle and chicken and hogs in the stadium during the week just to keep them before they go to the slaughterhouse. So there's got to be chicken shit, hog shit, cow shit, everything on that grass. And then they're just licking their fingers. Ugh. Yeah, I could I couldn't even watch the game. I couldn't tell you who won because he was licking his fingers so much. Another big story in football, and I don't watch college football, but you know, Deion Sanders is uh one of the greatest football players of all time. I think he played baseball too. Uh just a dual dual sports guy, you know. Huge star. He's probably known worldwide. And uh, he started coaching college football at Jackson State uh, for like the last couple of years. Well, he changed schools and he went to Colorado State. Uh, 
and now he goes into Colorado State. This is just a little background. He goes into Colorado State and basically told all the kids there, uh, you better get in the transfer portal and get out of here if you can't follow my rules. Basically, that's what he said. And so, for the most part, over the summer, he's brought in all new guys to this Colorado State. And so, that everybody's saying how it's going to be a failure at Colorado State, or at least it's going to take him some time to uh, get his team going. Now, that being said, I listened to this on a lot of sports talk radio, so I was kind of interested in to see what Colorado State would do over the weekend. And I come to find out that they were playing TCU. See, like I said, I don't know too much about college, so I don't even know what that stands for. Track, field, and no, TCU. But anyway, they were playing TCU that happened to be in the football playoffs last year. So TCU is obviously a really good team. Like, they're one of the top six teams in the country. And they were playing Colorado State for their first game. A lot of the talk Radio, uh, sports talk radio uh, last week were saying how uh, Colorado wouldn't even compete with them. Uh, it was going to be a blowout. And so I'm sitting there minding my own business on Saturday, and it happened to be on Fox in the morning. I think it was at 10 in the morning. So I'm like, I'm going to turn this on and watch Prime. That's what we call uh, Deion Sanders, Coach Prime. Now, I kind of knew this, but I didn't know it until I got involved in the football game. His son plays for him, and he's the quarterback. Okay, so I tune in, and I'm thinking, oh, his son is playing quarterback. Well, he must be one of those dual-threat runners that can, uh, you know, because that's what Dion was, super fast. You know, you couldn't touch him. Uh, so I have just figured, you know, his son went with him and uh, had all of those talents that Dion uh, possessed. No, that is not the case. Uh, this kid, and I let's distinguish. I'm going to call Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, and I'm going to call his son, the quarterback, Sanders, because I can't pronounce his first name. I don't know what happened. I, uh, I know Deion has three sons, and I think his first son he named Junior, so it was Deion Sanders Jr., and then he went with some name I can't pronounce, I keep wanting to say Shakira, but it's not Shakira. Um, so I'm going to call him Sanders, and then his third son is named Shiloh, which is, that's easy. I don't understand why you got to use these difficult names for these kids. It's got to mess them up in school. So we're going to go with Coach Prime is the father, and Sanders is the quarterback, and that's his son. Well, this kid just comes out there, and he is just heaving that ball down the field every time he touches it. I mean, it was literally fun to watch. And don't get me wrong, Colorado looked good. I mean, Coach Prime had them in the game, uh, but their defense has got to do something because this was just basically a, like a tennis game. It was just back and forth touchdowns. Uh, but uh, Sanders, I swear he had 800 yards and 18 touchdowns in one game. I don't know how he's not going to be the Heisman Trophy. I, if they weren't talking about this kid before, they should be talking about him now because he absolutely tore it up on the field Saturday afternoon against TCU, and they eventually pulled out the win. They actually won. They beat TCU, one of the number one teams in the country last year, 
and they beat them in game one. Colorado State is now going to be in the news all the time going forward because they're that good, and it's because of Coach Prime. For some reason, people like to watch people uh, not succeed. I want to see Coach Prime succeed. I want to see his son win the Heisman Trophy. A lot of people watch that game to watch him fail, and I don't understand that. I'd rather root for somebody than root for somebody to lose. That's no fun, rooting for somebody to lose. It is Labor Day weekend, so I did. Uh, I dipped my balls in glitter. It's pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. I don't know if you guys know, we have chickens. Uh, we had two chickens last year. And now uh, BK, my wife, got three more in April. So now we have five chickens. And uh, they basically lay an egg a day. I got eggs coming out of my ears. I got so many eggs. They're in every drawer in our refrigerator. I'm eating them like popcorn and we still have eggs. You remember when you used to go into the restaurant and you had three eggs and yeah, that was big. That was a big. That was a big order because it's usually two eggs. But then if you get the three eggs, oh, ooh, he must be hungry. He's a hungry man. I'm making like eight egg omelets, just to try and keep the egg uh, stash down in the refrigerator. I'm boiling by the dozen. We got eggs coming out of our ears. Uh, so, Brenda's a big fan of the Whopper. She loves Burger King Whopper, and I think Friday night we went and got a couple of Whoppers, and we had one left over. So Sunday, and I think I invented this, but Sunday morning the Whopper was still in the refrigerator, and uh, I got all these eggs, and so I took the Whopper patty meat and the onions and stuff that were on the Whopper, and I stuck that in the pan, and I kind of, you know, crunched it up. And then I took uh, a little bit more onion and stuck it in there. And then I took uh, 10 eggs and made uh, scrambled eggs. I call them Whopper eggs. They tasted like Whoppers. It was delicious. That's my gift to you this week. If you want something delicious for breakfast, get a leftover Whopper and stick it in the pan. And then you can even take the bun and toast it and put butter on it. And now you got your... Your Whopper eggs and toast. It's brilliant. On Whopper Wednesdays, they're only three bucks. You can get a Whopper for three bucks and make Whopper eggs on Sunday. You have two pieces of toast and you have eggs and Whopper. It's delicious. All right, we're going to keep it short since it is Labor Day. Woo! This has been Mark Kelly. Now, if you want to get a hold of me, that's J-A-K-E-0-0-1-2-4-5 at AOL.com. Shoot me an email and we'll get back to you. I might even put you on the show. Uh, also, I got a little uh, situation here. We were supposed to have the man from KC on. He has rescheduled. He will be back. He shall return. I will keep his interview awaiting his footsteps back into Spokane. This has been... Mark Kelly, a.k.a. Mark Shocker, a.k.a. the Big Nasty Bastard, 
Sex, Life, and Toilet Paper, Episode 70. Enjoy your week. Do your workout. Don't skip your reps.